check, check, chickity, check, check, check. What is going on, y'all? It's your boy DJ Tykes. We hanging out here. You're tuning into the hot spot. Really special show going on for y'all today. This afternoon's about to be a good time. I got my boy Proper calling in to talk all about his remixes that he's been making and some really good this bootleg series that he's got going on has really been fire. So we're gonna kick it and talk to him in just a second. But we're gonna start out with one of his remixes. This is Proper. Nate Dog, I got love, proper remix. So enjoy this and we'll be chatting with the boy. Any moment now. This is the hot spot. It's your boy DJ Tykes. My man, Proppa, what is going on? Thanks for calling in. This is the hot spot, boy. We chilling. How's it going? How's it going? Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a pleasure, man. We excited to get into it and talk about this new series that you got going on, man. These remixes are super hot, so I'm excited to get into them. But why don't you go ahead before we get ahead of ourselves and just introduce yourself to our fans over here? For sure, man. Uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, my name is Proppa. Uh, my actual name is Jonah. I'm a uh, DJ and producer from Chicago. I make uh, Tech House music right now. I'm going through a series of releasing a Tech House remix on SoundCloud for free download every two weeks. Um, And it's been pretty great. The response has been awesome. Um, So, yeah, I'm just doing that for right now and, and hoping to release some original music in the future. 
badass man yeah we've really been rocking with the series and i was stoked to be put onto it because this is exactly the vibe that's going on out here i i'm new to house music myself but i've been really enjoying the the genre you know i, I just moved out here to california and it's like really it, where i was from it was kind of like hip-hop oriented more you know you'd go out to the clubs and and uh, if they was trying to get really get people to dance, they'd be throwing on some hip hop and stuff. And mm-hmm. so I came out here to Cali, and house has been the vibe, man. So I've been really enjoying this series for sure. Awesome, yeah. And I just made a trip out to Cali a few weeks ago. I played my first headlining show in um, San Diego in the Pacific Beach. Shout out to uh, PB <laughs> Avenue out there; they threw a great show for me. And um, you know, being from Chicago, it's it's known as the birthplace of house music. And it it should mean something, but these days Chicago is definitely more of a hip hop city. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, the chance that you're going to walk into a club and hear house music is pretty slim, unless you go to a select few amount of clubs. So um, it was yeah. really nice to make the trip out to San Diego and see that house music is still very much alive in this country. <laughs> totally, totally, man. Yeah, because it, it is alive and well out here, and that's it's just crazy. Again, you out there at at pb avenue i'd be going to that club one of my friends plays there all the time so i'm always out there it's like it's crazy to have you on because you know the planets aligned in that way i'm like damn he was just out here in san diego that shit's crazy yeah it worked out perfect and and i i really love all the people out there it seems like there's a a really great scene of of close-knit producers and djs that support each other and, and it's what i like to see and um i'm thinking about leaving chicago here in the next year and and uh that's amongst uh, Pacific Beach specifically is on my list of, of potential places. Hey, is, yeah, well, man, and you ever find yourself out here, you got another friend. You definitely want to catch one of these sets in person one time, man, for sure. Awesome. I really appreciate that, man. Yeah, well, I want to go all into uh, I want to go all into your love for house music, but before we get to that, I you know, as a DJ myself, I'm always curious and interested to hear other people's stories. You know, just the first time they were mesmerized by by the art of the DJ, you know, the first times you got your, your hands on a pair of decks, those kinds of stories. So um, where did this where did this passion begin, man? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's been kind of a weird ride for me. Um, my my taste and interest, they span and they go in so many different directions. I started off with music as a drummer, a self-taught drummer in, in high school. And I was playing in bands, all, all different types of rock music and alternative and punk word Um, so that was conducive for sure off the bat to the ones and twos exactly i mean especially as a drummer you get that rhythm that you need as a dj and that understanding of of phrasing and structure that actually i think some other instrumentalists don't quite understand you know you need the drummer to drive the rhythm of any song to to hold the rhythm of any band totally and um i i think that as a drummer i came into djing and and producing with kind of, uh, I don't know, a, a, a second nature to it. Like I, I almost understood it without knowing I understood it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that. And, and I got really tired as a drummer. You kind of can't have a solo career unless you really get wild with it. Um, and, and I got kind of tired of the group effort, you know, especially in high school when you're trying to have a band and you're trying to get everyone on the same page. And at that level, everyone has a different a, a different view on it and where they want to take it in their life. So the passion isn't always there for everybody. Um, so in high school, I ended up kind of leaning more towards hip hop and I got into like the lyric writing and production side of things. I never really wanted to be a rapper, but I just, I loved hip hop. I loved making beats, writing lyrics. And I, yeah. I, I liked messing around. I had some CDJs with my buddy and we would kind of just 
mess around, but we weren't great. Um, and so I did that for a while and we started playing at our friends' parties in high school and everyone wanted to hear at the time it was like 2012, 2011, everyone wanted to hear Swedish house mafia, dead mouse, Skrillex. Um, right. And I had never heard of those people before. Like I was all about young money at the time. I was all about Wiz Khalifa at the time. Um, so it was weird for me and, and I, I, I would download some of those songs and, and play them and I wasn't really understanding of, of what it meant. Um, and then I think a, my senior year of high school, a friend dragged me out to a, uh, it was the Steve Aoki tour with Waka Flocka Flame and, um, and Dioro. And I, I wouldn't particularly say I listen to any of those three artists anymore, but um, I never, I never understood the impact that the music actually has on, on, on pop culture and never understood how amazing those shows could be until I actually went to one and experienced one at 18 years old. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is, this is what I want to do. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy when it comes to music because you know, you just, you start out with, uh, with just kind of like, well, for me, I'm talking from personal experience here, but I kind of just started out with that fascination that, you know, I always loved music and yeah, you know, you learn the structure behind it and, um, and you see some people that are just like, because we, I don't know what time you grew up, probably around the same time I did, maybe a little younger than you, but like, that was super popular when I was in high school. It was like, every single soundtrack had a, uh, had a, a bass drop in it, you know? This yep. was like, when LMFAO was really, mm-hmm. was really popping, and you couldn't go anywhere without hearing someone blasting that out of their whip. And, uh, you know, party rock anthem or something like that. Yeah, and party movies were really popular around the time. You had The Hangover, you had Project X, and, like, right. all these people were making movies like that. That, that yeah, and it was trap music, I think, for, for everybody and for me that really kind of, like, grabbed the masses. I think it was yeah. once a lot of those artists started branching out, like, Bauer became popular and stuff like that, and people, and, you know, Flashradamus and and then, like, I feel like the Hollywood, the pop culture really started realizing that there was marketability behind it yeah totally because you could tell when the when they picked up on on everything and now rihanna's all of a sudden got like david gutta drop on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's uh yeah. but uh you know every every genre of music goes through that kind of like cycle of of becoming popular and going from underground to uh to popular right and i personally i i really just enjoy most of all out of the whole, you know, late 2000 teens era of EDM is just like how much more versatile people have gotten with their song structures and they're not really relying on those formulas that kind of got pretty old. Like I'm really, I'm digging the stuff that I hear these days, especially like when it's, like you said, kind of mixed with the trap vibe and, you know, has uh, influences and even samples from hip hop songs. It's like, it's crazy how you can flip a track and just, create something wild you know yeah and i, I think uh, people are starting to realize with our computers here you know when when electronic music i still see like 2010 to like 2015 as like the the real toddler stages of, of what we have now from electronic music mm-hmm. and you know during that time there wasn't a lot of resources out there for people so for the most part a lot of people were relying on emulation and and I could say the same about myself. A lot of the music I was making back then, and some of it got popular, was really just me emulating artists that had figured something out that no one else did. 
Um, and I, I right. think now with the technology, how advanced it is, how many resources are out there, we're seeing a lot of people kind of push the boundaries past what we thought was possible like four years ago. Um, and, and it's people that like me, like people that are completely nobody that are making music in their bedroom. And all of a sudden they post the audio on Instagram and, and it changes the way people write electronic music for months. So it, yeah, the technology is really helping. Like people are, are experimenting and, and adding different genre, mixing different genres together in one song. And right. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree, man. And I was going to say, uh, one thing I really like about the series that you got going on right now, this reboot series is, um, you kind of, you have these tutorials or, you know, little vlogs of you putting together the track and I really, like you were just saying, it's like, it's one of those things I really respect you for doing that because it's, it's people that post their stuff online that kind of give others that want to dabble the confidence to just be like, Hey, fuck it. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to buy one of these little MK, MPK minis. They're like a hundred bucks mm -hmm. online. You know, I'm just going to, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to rip some free software real quick and see, and just give it a try. And so that's a that's another aspect of your series that I really have enjoyed. So I appreciate moving, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and the the tutorials have been great for a lot of different reasons. Um, I mean, for one, I think it's really important right now um, with the current state of music production to show your work because um, there's just a lot of you know fraudulent producers out there at the moment, and I hate to be that guy, but it's just a thing. And these days, most of totally. the best producers are out there showing their work. Um, and, and besides the point of proof it's more just like the community outreach that i'm getting from it is so good um i actually from doing those without intending to launched a little side career of me teaching you know full-blown music production lessons and now i have five or six students per week that i'm working with and it kind of became my full-time it's becoming my full-time job at the oh, moment that's I'm badass that is badass um, man yeah it's it's really like i wasn't expecting that but then i realized all these other things that are coming of me posting my work online and um people are asking me questions and it uh, the country so um yeah and, and thank you for recognizing that it's it's been it's been a lot of fun too yeah that is really cool and I uh I don't know I I don't recall where I heard this recently but I saw this somewhere that uh you know about teaching kids music and teaching people music in general because it's uh it's one of those things that even in hard times someone that has a skill like that you know you could go set up a a guitar case in a park and and end up with with a student you know what I'm saying like it's always exactly. there's always that peripheral kind of parallel business aspect going on just like the love of music and getting people inspired it just like it's nothing you know it can't be exploited yeah and it's a self-sustaining community of, of people that are not only interested in, in benefiting from it career-wise and monetarily but also just benefiting from hearing music and yeah. the feelings they get from it so um, I like to know that you know that what I do is essentially a business and I like to know that a lot of my my customers, my guests, my clients are also people that are trying to operate a business just like me, and we're feeding off of each other's ideas and inspiration. Um, and aside from that point, just just putting my my work out there in you know in a more intimate setting like that, and, and then working with other producers and teaching them lessons, I'm actually learning a lot about my own habits and and what works for me, and it's helping me push myself in a way. And you know, and, and that's something that I think has been 
uh, has really blossomed from the electronic music scene. There's obviously been community outreach in all music in all music industries, but with the birth of electronic music and how it's gone hand in hand with the internet, um, I think people are a lot more willing to help each other and to work together more than ever before. You know, there's when you're a band, it's kind of like this this darkness of reaching out to labels and and you know trying to get acquainted with different bands and stuff like that. But in electronic music, it's pretty much as simple as a comment on a post or an Instagram right. DM. You know, yeah, just a just building a network of love that. You guys support each other and, and respect each other's crafts, individual crafts. I, I've uh, I've experienced the same kind of thing online, and it's it's interesting to it's interesting to think about these days. You know how most of the, most of our friends, really good friends, we talk to daily, sometimes even are just online, and it really you know I never saw myself as that type of person that just is, does everything online. But I I do love the community aspect of things these days because. It really, you know, that's that's how I get my, most of my interaction these days as well is just chatting with y'all online all over the world, and it's a it's a crazy experience. It's definitely a blessing. Yeah, I, I and like I have made so many good friends from doing this. Um, I'm currently collaborating with an artist from North Carolina that goes by the name Wo, uh, W O A H H. We both had we were both on a compilation album on Groovy Bone Records, and we kind of linked up that way over Instagram. And ever since then, we've been basically doing weekly video chats, sometimes like two or three times a week. And sometimes we're collaborating, sometimes we're just talking about music. And he's become one of my really close friends to this, and I've never actually met him in person. Um, so it's just weird how that works out. And, and I enjoy it, you know. it's It actually takes a lot of social pressure out of what we do, in a way. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that. There's a, there's that, because it's it's funny. We all I've seen this online recently, but it's that kind of thing where we get always get. At least I'm speaking for myself again. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but this is how I get is I get into a mood where I'm very social and I'll be like, oh, you know, really, you know, unapologetic about reaching out and just showing love and everything and. And sometimes I'll get a little embarrassed later on because I'm like, oh, you know. But then yeah. it gives it that time to to resonate and everybody can just chill on those thoughts and you always get that love back. And you know what I'm saying? It's, so it does take that pressure off. I really like that aspect as well. Yeah, and and um, I think it's it's it says something, you know, it, it always matters how you reach out to artists. You know, you, you can't be you know, over, overly hyped to talk to them. You also can't, you know, just kind of try to flex yourself to them. But I, I do get a decent amount of messages and, and most of them for the most part are just very genuine, just people who are interested in what I do. And I, I guess I'm saying this as an artist who gets those messages. I love it. Like, you know, whoever does that, don't ever stop. You know, it makes us feel really yeah. good knowing that people are interested in talking to us. It, it's still something I'm trying to process to this day that like, I have so many regular conversations on a daily basis as just Jonah, like just as myself with people. And then once a day online, someone will just contact me as Prapa, and it's like that's how right. they see me. And <laughs> it makes me feel really good, you know? Like, yeah, that's so cool. It's it's an affirmation that everything I've been doing is is resonating with people, you know? Man, I totally agree with that. That is, it's it is funny when people call you by the name, and you're just like, yeah, that is, that's dope. This is what I'm putting out into the world, and it's coming back to me. And I'm seeing it, so I, I definitely share that exact same feeling. 
Nice. Um, so I have a question for you. Do you also yeah. produce music or like, is this kind of like, how did you get started with this? Yeah, man. I always love to share my story. Thanks for asking. So I, again, I, I started out really basically as just a music aficionado, just a lover of music and always had a headphone hanging out of one ear, you know, always mm-hmm. had some songs stuck in my head. And when I went into college, I met a friend at the time who was working for the, the little radio station that they had in, in my college. And so I kind of just started out by hanging out with him in the studio and doing um, hosting stuff. I've always been good at banter and, you know, just kicking it. And so we would always have a good time in the studio just kicking it. And eventually I worked my way up to, you know, getting an application in and working for that little station. And that's what really blossomed the whole just spark and creativity to just start everything. So mm. got went out to the guitar center one day on my birthday, you know, got a got a little two channel mixer, uh a little just controller, plug in USB controller type thing mm-hmm. and learned learned just the basics and didn't even really know a whole lot and but really just fell in love with playing music and finding samples and looping them over and over and like you know staring off into your wall and just listening to the same sample for 30 minutes you know yep definitely so that's kind of where it all grew and i'm i'm just starting to branch out into creating my own music um but it's a slow process because i don't have a whole lot of I, I mainly, I'm like sample, I rely on a lot of samples right now because I don't have a DAW in the in the traditional sense. So a lot of my music is, that I make is, in, in addition to being unreleased and just like files on my fucking computer, is, uh, it's like 90s level technology, like playing a, a acapella on one and, and then the beat on the other and you know, or like playing, juggling around with the beat yeah. on the ones and twos. So it's like, and then I use audition to record it. So it's like, well, that's cool, man. I mean, like, yeah. and, and that type of stuff, it's, it's important to play on your strengths and like your interests. And like, you know, you've been comfortable with chopping up samples on the decks this whole time. And as someone who like took a while to recognize my own strengths in the studio, like that's something I would tell you, that's something that you should play off of like to to go forward with your production you should always hold that close to you that you like cutting up samples and and kind of putting them together um i would give an example out like a track is a great example of someone who basically got started doing that um and and you can kind of build your own sound off of that so never let go of that you know what i mean yeah um it's it, it would be great to like it's always great to learn your way around a digital audio workstation but but at the end of the day like recognize your strengths and and make you know, your own art out of what you're most comfortable with. Right. And it, and it's been cool to, it's been cool to learn things like, I don't want to say the old fashioned way. Cause it's on this, you know, brand new pioneer mixer thing with all the doodads and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, but I've, I've been able to really know what, like where an echo comes from, you know, how to, how to apply a reverb. It's like, it's some of those things that I feel like if you started on the, just on the production end, you know, you learn those things independently, whereas when you learn them on the mixer and just mixing mm-hmm. music, you see why. You really see the why behind it, you know? Yeah, and I will tell you, it's a lot easier to start as a DJ and move into production than it is the other way around. Uh, interesting. 
So, like, I wasn't that great of a DJ. I actually could do some open format DJing when I started really kind of doing electronic music. Uh Um, But I realized, so I rebranded somewhere around 2017. Before that, I was making all, like, future bass and trap music and a little bit of dubstep. Um, And I went on a, I I opened up a few tours. I I opened up tour for San Holo, um, which was one of my bigger ones. Sick. And um, after the second show, I realized I was a pretty shitty DJ. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I started going into all my shows on that tour with a plan from there on out. Like, okay, I'm going to, like, this is the set list I'm going in with. This is when I'm going to play this song and this cue, and this is when I'm going to loop this. And then um, I had to take that really. That gets really hectic. You got it a does. notebook. You got a notebook sitting there. You're like sweating. Yeah, it gets stressful. And and, and you know when you're playing, like I don't want to say that play the same set every night. So like I'm trying to shuffle through three sets, and it just wasn't trying to learn that on the fly too. It wasn't easy. So I took it home. And when I rebranded for Tech House Music, music which was pretty shortly after um, I came home from that tour, and I kind of took a big hiatus, I uh, made sure to learn how to DJ properly. And part of doing that was snagging a five hour a day or five hours for one night a week uh, DJ residency, just playing house music. Yeah. And I could tell you at the start of it, I think I did that gig maybe sixty times, and I just finished it recently. Um, I at the start of it, I was so horrible, I can't even express. Um, but it took me a while, and I've, I've gotten a lot better at DJing. And I kind of recognize, I know a lot of my friends in the music scene out here that started off only as DJs and started producing. And they made massive strides in like two years of producing music, um, learning things that took me, I've been producing for 12 years now, so it took me a long time to learn. Uh And I realized that their their ability to identify phrasing and to identify, you know, like um, just relevancy between sounds Yes. Um, it, it really helped them in, in producing in their sample selection and whatnot, um, knowing what songs to remix, knowing what sounds good. Um, if you're if you're like a lifelong career DJ, then you will definitely know how to integrating those those patterns and, and ideas that you get on the decks into the studio are so much easier than you think. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. I really appreciate those kind words. I'm definitely going to keep keep with it for sure because I, I i i do love music and that's that's where this passion all comes from you know mm-hmm. for sure man yeah so word up bro i uh i was gonna say something else but it just slipped my mind but um going on to this reboot series that you have going on man i think that it's just about due time to hit the people with another track so i know that there was one that just came out today so do you want to yes, tell sir. us a little bit about this uh two feet remix that you got going on yeah, and are, am I allowed to swear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're all good. <laughs> For sure. The title of the song by Two Feet is Go Fuck Yourself. Uh, it's one that I noticed got popular online a few years ago. I do like to, for my reboot series, I tend to like to touch songs that meant something to me in my past. That's really what I realized is making my brand the most authentic. Yeah, I'm getting that vibe for sure. There's a yeah. lot of classics in this. Uh... Yeah, a lot of throwbacks. I do Eminem, I got Nate Dogg, I got Damian Marley, so a little Soft Cell, Santana, all the stuff I was I was raised on. Um, but Even the, the Macarena people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Macarena came from, you know, my grade school days going to eighth grade <laughs> dance. 
Hey, I uh, can tell that one just sets the place off at the right at the right spot. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, it's so funny because I, I try to avoid <laughs> playing it in every one of my sets, but it's always requested. So I just yeah, it's in there no matter what. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that this this two feet remix was kind of just you know sometimes like I did a glass animals remix. Sometimes I'll find a song that I actually do a newer song that I actually do really resonate with, or maybe I just hear it and it really sparks a new idea in me. And I think I heard this one recently on an Instagram video and I was working on a song and the song wasn't working for me. And I heard that the two feet track was in the same key as the, the song that I was working on. So I just basically took everything out of the song I was working on, left the drums in there and then completely restarted the remix. Um, and it, what's funny is most of my remixes for this reboot series, I try to make it a thing where I spend no longer than two days on them, which is wild. I used to spend literally eight months on one song. Um, I'll spend no more than like two days on these songs. I like to pump them out. They're coming out every two weeks. So, you know, the the more I stress out about them, the harder it's going to be for right. me to do this every two weeks. Right. It's um, better that way for sure. Yeah. So So this one was one I actually started, I want to say like two months ago. Um, and I thought I was never going to finish it because it was one that was a little bit more intricate. Yeah. Something I knew I could do, but one that I didn't know if I wanted to spend my time on. Mm-hmm. And I guess last week I found a day where I just had a, a, a random free day with nothing else to do, which is really rare for me these days. And I just went all in on it. And, uh, my team was pushing me to, uh, finish this one, you know, outside of that. So it all came together and, I'm really, I honestly think this is my best work up to date for, in terms of my reboot series. Um, so I'm really excited with, I'm already already re- excited with the response I've gotten from this one. It's doing great um, online. I'm getting messages about it. So yeah, it's it's been good. Word up, man. Yeah, this one, I really enjoyed it myself. And yeah, you know, sometimes these songs, they're like puzzles to put together. You got to mm-hmm. like, you got to sit sit on it a little bit. And maybe even, you know, dream about it a little bit, have something, some inspiration come randomly. And but this the way that you put this one together with uh, especially I love the guitar sample that comes in intermittently. Beautiful shit. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, it's been a it's been a pleasure having you on the show so far, man. And uh, why don't you just go ahead and preface this track again one more time and tell us uh, where we're at right now. All right, guys, thank you so much. We are on the hot spot right now. My name is Propo. We're with DJ Tykes. Tykes? Tykes? Yeah, you got it. Tykes. Tykes, we got it. Um, we're about to listen to my new remix of Go Fuck Yourself by Two Feet. I just put this one out today for free download on my SoundCloud. Killing it, my man. We'll be right back. This is the hot spot. Tonight, tonight. <laughs> 
Ah, y'all, that was two feet. Go fuck yourself. The proper reboot. Really appreciate you for sharing that with us, man. I really appreciate you playing that on the show, man. Thank you so much. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, he just dropped that track today, so go and run it up. Why don't you go ahead and let us know where they can find uh, all of these jams at as well. Yeah, so I put all of my reboots every two weeks. I put a reboot out on SoundCloud. My SoundCloud is just proper. If you search Prapa on SoundCloud, you'll definitely find me. Um, other than that, if you just search It's Prapa, I-T-S-P-R-O-P-P-A, on anything, you should be able to find me. I got that tag everywhere, so that should be easy. Awesome, man. And thanks thanks again for making those available for download. That's really badass. I know there's going to be lots of people bumping those in the clubs all over the nation. That's what it's all about, man. A club outreach, get some good music on some DJ's flash drives. Yeah, absolutely. Well, really appreciate you for that. Big shout outs for uh, helping us all out. And word up, bro. So what's going on for the rest of this series? What what else do you have up your sleeves for the reboot series? I, uh, I've already seen some crazy, crazy, um, you know, remixes from the grave. We got No Diggity. You've got one from uh, from you got Santana on there. What, what could be next? Yeah. Um, all right. I guess this will be my official announcing the next one i usually wait until the week of but let's do it now the next reboot in the proper series is going to be of diamond girl the classic 90s dance track um and i am blanking on the artist right now it's actually like three different artists that worked on it seals and crofts uh diamond girl so gonna spin it back to like uh it's considered rock but it's really like a a classic dance track from the from the 70s 80s i would say that's been reworked many times. Hey, well, we can't wait to hear that. Thanks for uh, thanks for giving us the little leak there. Appreciate you, man. The secret's safe with us over here. <laughs> oh, no problem, man. I got so I basically have um, up until the middle of the summer. I have every single reboot planned and ready to go. We got a lot of summer jams um, planned out. Stuff that I'm waiting till it gets a little warmer outside here in Chicago to release. Right. So. I love it. Staying ahead of the game, and oh, some uh, some summer tracks as well for the for the warm weather over there, man. It gets nice over there when the when the sun comes out. I love that. I love that city when it's warm. Yeah, for a brief amount of time, it's it's pretty beautiful out here. <laughs> <laughs> Word up. Well, you know, shout out again to my to my sister, my big sis. She's tuning in right now. She actually got us linked up, and she's a she fellow Chi Town resident over there. So really uh really appreciate you for coming on to the show man 
Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun, and definitely you just shouted out your sister. Uh, go check out Buds and Brews. I know she's got a great show going on over there, yes. too. Killing it. She's always killing it, and she's got some podcast on here as well called The Pretty Poor, um, Pretty Poor, and what's uh, she's going to kill me. Go check her out. She's got her profile down below, Kalika Rose, and you can see her stuff. Go and give her some love. But but uh, once again, man, and if uh, if anybody happens to be tuning in that's living in the Chi Town right now or in that area, and they wanna they wanna catch you live at one of these sets or hearing some of these reboots live and personal, where can they go? You got anything planned? Ooh, so at the moment, I actually have nothing planned. Um, I just put a stop to my weekly residency last weekend um and i'm gonna be focusing more on some touring um negotiating right now with a few different companies with a few different artists to see um where we could book me so we're looking at a summer of me maybe playing a, a couple shows in chicago possibly appearing on a festival lineup or two but for the most part i think i'm going to be traveling around in the summer and playing uh for the rest of the country Cool, man. Well, that sounds badass. I'm really, that's uh, that sounds really fun for you, bro. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's 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 a wild ride. It's something I'm adjusting to, and I'm I'm excited to uh, have some new experiences. Well, no doubt you will, man. Go uh, go around on uh, on four wheels around the country, and you'll definitely have a good time, no doubt. Yes, sir. Word up. Well, um, let's see. Uh, why don't you go ahead and this is the last part of the show. I always like to. Let people do a little shout-outs to their friends, their fans, their family, anybody that they want to shout-out, and just tell them that they love them. Yeah, for sure. Um, let me start off by shouting out Audis Bliss. Um, Audis Bliss is my team. They've been with me since I started Prapa in 2015, and I was making future bass and tropical house music. Um, they got me booked on tour with San Holo, with Pegboard Nerds, with uh, Lost Kings. They got me booked around the Midwest. Um, they got me record signed to Dimmock and Atlantic Records back in the day. And now um, with with what we're doing now, we're making big strides to uh, to make a, a deep cut into the tech house scene. So I want to shout out Audis Bliss Company um, and everything they're doing here in the Chicago scene and for artists alike. Um, shout out my tour manager, Jake Morell, who uh, goes by Travel Bonds. He's a fantastic videographer and photographer and he takes care of me like a goddamn babysitter. Um, other than that, shout out Mickey's Park in Chicago for being just a fantastic bar with great people and gave me an opportunity to practice my skills for a uh, long period of time over the year, and especially during the pandemic when there wasn't a lot of opportunities to DJ. Um, and just shout out everybody who's been listening to my damn music, dude. It's it's like it, it chokes me up sometimes because I've been at this for so long. And just having years and years of not getting any attention and all of a sudden it's like all at once people people are listening and it's 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 a really good feeling. So thank you everybody who's been tuning in. Hell yeah, man. I'm so happy for you as well. And you're a close friend of the show over here now at the hotspot, man. Anytime you drop and uh you wanna come on the show and just say what's up. Uh, we definitely want to get you back on here at one point and shoot, maybe, maybe we'll both find ourselves in the same area code one of these days and we'll do this, uh, we'll do this live and in person and we can chop up some remixes on the decks live or something. I'd be a hundred percent interested in that, dude. It sounds yeah. great. Word up. Well, one more time for the man proper, um, tell us once again where we can find you at on the social medias and, and where your music's going to be posted at. 
Yeah, you can find me at at it's proper. That's I T S P R O P P A on pretty much everything. Anywhere you search that, I'll be coming up. You can find all of my remixes on SoundCloud and all of my originals on every other streaming platform that you use. Uh, look out for a bunch of original remix coming out, uh, original tracks coming out this year. Excellent, and they're coming out at like a two-week frequency as well. So definitely yes, stay locked in with Proper on IG, and he's gonna keep you guys locked in on all of that. Um, man, for my outro, I I, I know what I want to hear, but uh, but I'm gonna open it up the floor to you and, and hear which track you want to go out to, and maybe it'll be the same one. I don't know. What what, what oh, should man. I run for this outro? I mean, I want to go out on what you want to go out on, but if I had to pick my favorite of all my tracks, it would probably be my Eminem remix. Damn, son. That is literally the one I was going to play. Well, there you go. <laughs> Got to. Ass like that. This is the most... Oh, man, this uh, this was just begging. This song's begging for this remix right here, man. <laughs> yeah, man, I appreciate it. And I'm, I'm glad you liked that one. It's my favorite one, too. And I just want to say, dude, thank you so much for the opportunity to be on the show. This was great. You're awesome. And oh, yeah. uh, I had a lot of fun here. Well, thanks again. Yeah, it's all love over here and appreciate you as well. We'll definitely stay tapped in and uh, hopefully see each other in, in person. I'm going to catch one of these shows. If you find yourself in the 619, I'm definitely going to pop out on you. So one more oh, time. Man. For the man, Proper. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks so much, dude. We'll talk soon. Absolutely. You guys are locked in here at the hot spot. It's your boy DJ Tykes. I've been having a lot of fun with Proper. We're going to be checking out his Proper reboot of Eminem's Ass Like That. You guys are definitely going to enjoy this one. You've been tuning into the hot spot. Thanks again, Proper. Thanks, man. Peace out. Long minds in a team. A hot spot for new music. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. 
time y'all for our artists of the afternoon proper really enjoying these remixes man we're gonna keep these in rotation over here for sure bro thanks so much dude i had a great time i appreciate it and uh good luck with everything i hope this show just keeps doing great my man really appreciate you and uh to a to a healthy and happy and prosperous 2022 as well to you my friend yes sir to you too Word up. Well, we will talk soon. And you know what's going on here, y'all. This is the hot spot. It's your boy DJ Tykes. We uh, had a great time with our artists this week so far. And I've actually got an open schedule for the next few days. So we don't really know what's going to be going on. But I'm going to be kicking it, maybe doing some live mixing, just hanging out with our fans and taking your guys' requests and just keeping y'all company and saying what's up. So Really appreciate you guys one more time for hanging out here with our artist of the night, my man Proppa. You can go and run up his brand new reboot series and find him on SoundCloud as well because the man's put these all up for us for free for download. So really appreciate all of the artists out here sharing their love with us to make this the best show of all time, to make this the hotspot for new music. So one more time, it's your boy DJ Tykes. Peace out. This is the hotspot. For Ball Minds Entertainment, I will catch you guys later. Have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday afternoon. Peace. Later, y'all. Ball Minds Entertainment. The hot spot for new music.